Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Roar. My name is Sam Spellman, and today we have a really cool show for you. Um, I am seated outside as I'm recording this, so you guys might uh, might hear a little bit of sounds, might hear the birds a little bit. I don't know if you'll you'll be able to pick it up or not, but they're out here, and uh, I just thought it would be fun to do this outside. The weather's really nice. There's just a little bit of cloud cover, those of you guys who are listening, so imagine pretty well um, just nice overcast skies, but it's about 70 degrees, real pretty, um, 69, 70 degrees, you know, springtime, happy days, and uh, we're going to get right into the word. If this is your first time listening or checking out Roar, this show is Revealing Our Amazing Redeemer. It's a podcast, it's a conversation where we get into the Word of God, we get into different things with Scripture, and we just talk about it and we let it reveal who our Redeemer, who Jesus is, because He is the Word made flesh. If you want more information about myself, look at that hummingbird, that was cool. If you want more information about myself or the family ministry, you can check out the description of the podcast or the description of the video below. Um, If this blesses you, feel free to share it. You know, word of mouth is the best way to get this stuff out. And I just want to be a blessing to you guys. So without a further ado, um, I want us to look, I have a little mini book here with me and it's by Dr. Billy Brim. It's the authority of the believer. It's just, it takes a few things from another book and it compacts it. But the big thing I want to get into is, um, there's a prayer that is talked about in this book and it's Ephesians one verse 17. And it, it's quoted from the Bible in here. And these are some of the scriptures I want to get into because how we view ourselves, um, is important. The Lord has really recently been having me focus on on the identity and how I how I view not only other people but the place that I live from. Um, and I was actually I was praying and I was talking to my dad and we were talking about how, or excuse me, we were talking about this, but the Lord was talking to him about um, there was a, a point in time for Abraham. I believe it was 24 years. And um, at the end of the 24 years, the Lord changed his name from Abram to Abraham. And when that name changed very soon after, Sarah became pregnant with the promise. And uh, how we pray and how we view our identity um, is a very important thing because the enemy is all about stealing identity. He's all about stealing um, not just our purpose, not just what we do, but he's about stealing the way that we see ourselves how we see other people and the value in which we put upon ourselves. If you look at culture today, there is huge movements, pushes, all about your identity, all about loving yourself, self-love, just a ton about your identity. And our identity is to be rooted in Christ. It's where we're seated, not only in the spirit, but the spirit realm dictates what happens in the natural realm. Um, God is spirit and he created the natural realm. So first is the spirit. First is the identity. First is the, the seed that's in our heart when we're born again, that seed that lands in our heart and our soul that's cultivated through the word of God, through prayer, through the Holy Spirit. And that thing grows into what becomes the fruit of our life, the fruit of the spirit that Galatians talks about. Um, Galatians chapter five. So again, this prayer, I'm going to get into it here before I I jump too long. Um, Ephesians 1 verse 17 says this, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you, or you could say give unto me, the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The Lord revealed something to me um, relatively recently, and I've shared it on the podcast before, that 
the spirit of wisdom, the word spirit, Jesus said, the words that I speak to, they are spirit and they are life. So you could even say the words of wisdom and revelation and knowledge of him. Well, the words of wisdom are in the, are in the Bible. The words of revelation and the knowledge, that knowledge is not just books, um, books information or informational knowledge, but it's, it's like, um, okay, let me put it in this context. If you look in the beginning, um, Genesis, very beginning, whenever Cain and Abel are about to come into the world, it says Adam knew his wife and then Cain and Abel came to be. So that kind of knowledge, I'm talking about a very intimate one-on-one, very similar to a husband and wife know one another. There's a super tight connection. That's the knowledge we're talking about. The knowledge of Christ is not just a, a an information sheet. You know, there's a difference between me knowing about um, as I'm recording this, I'm wearing a Chiefs sweatshirt. This is vintage, by the way. Classic Chiefs sweatshirt. This is, was my dad's that I've borrowed and am wearing. But um, no, this this sweatshirt, um, it's, it's talking about the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, quarterback for the Chiefs as of right now. If you haven't heard about him, he's an amazing quarterback, I guess. I watch football somewhat. I've seen a few Super Bowls. Uh, in some games, I'm not a crazy football fan, but you know, I used to play it and I think it's a cool sport. But anyway, my point is I can know about Patrick Mahomes. I can know his statistics. I can know his favorite food. I can know that he likes Whataburger. I mean, I can know things about him, but there's a difference between me knowing about him and Patrick Mahomes coming up to me on the street and going, Hey, what's up, Sam? Good to see you. That's a different level of knowledge. And that's the level of knowledge we're talking about here. The spirit of wisdom and revelation, not just reading the word, but again, roar, revealing our amazing redeemer, where our knowledge of the word is not just head knowledge or solical knowledge, but it actually permeates the inside and God reveals through intimacy and through the Holy Spirit, which lives on the inside of us. There's difference between revelation knowledge and just head knowledge, you know, and that's what I'm talking about. That's the knowledge that this scripture is is referencing verse 18 that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened or you would see light your understanding would 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 be clear that you or that I if I'm reading this prayer for myself that I may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of his glory in the inheritance of the saints if I don't know the hope of the inheritance of the saints I have nothing for my faith to work towards that's where the goodness of God comes in if you're a people minister and they start talking about why do they why do they bring up why do we sing songs of how good God is why do we sing songs of the promises of you know the Lord is this way the Lord does this look what He did in Egypt He took them through the Reed Sea He took them through He brought them out of it. why do we say those things because they give hope they paint a vision that then our our faith and our trust can hook onto and we can see manifest in our lives through relationship through the knowledge of Him. But all these things work together, right? This prayer is important. If I'm going to see myself, I have to see myself as a son. I have to see myself as one who follows God. I can't see myself just as a, a sinner anymore. I can't just see myself as someone who's beaten down and tossed from life. And yes, at some points, I have been tossed pretty hard. Yes, at some point in my life, I definitely failed really hardcore. But that's not who I am today. Jesus died so that my today and the moment and the, the way that I am now is I am restored. 
I am full of peace. I have the seed of God growing on the inside of me. I have the Holy Spirit. The Bible says the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is alive in me. In the book of Corinthians, I believe it's chapter six, Paul says, don't you know you are the temple of the Holy Spirit who dwells within you? Don't you know that him who joins to Christ becomes one spirit with him? In other words, there's a spiritual knowledge, a oneness like a husband and wife. Again, that very intimate knowledge that we have, and that takes believing it, it takes seeing it. And if we never see it, if it's never heard, if it's never taught, then the enemy can keep us in ignorance. He can box us in through ignorance. That's why it's important to dig into the Bible. It's important to dig into scripture, read it, feed on it, pray about it. The Lord is faithful to reveal. He's He's a good father. He's not going to withhold. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be answered. You know, knock on the door. Ask the father. If you've been born again, you have a direct line through the Holy Spirit. You can knock and you can read the word and say, Lord, explain this to me. And that still small voice that's within you will begin to speak. That voice that is, it's going to line up with the word. It's going to be peaceful and it's going to reveal light. It's going to build up. The Bible says that whom the Lord loves, he corrects, but God's correction never produces condemnation because what does Romans say? It says there's no guilt, shame, or condemnation for those who are in Christ. So if God, even when he brings a correction or a redirection in our lives, it's never going to be from a place that produces a heavy shame. The words of God are going to have anointing on them. I heard this taught recently, said that the words of the Lord have an anointing on them, but the words of the devil have some sauce on them too. And typically that sauce is pressure and fear. The words of the enemy, the the lies of the devil are going to carry a feeling of fear, of pressure, of time is running out. Um, That's my words, like time is running out. And it's important we understand God's an eternal father. As we even dig into this more and more, the exceeding greatness of his power, God is the I am that I am. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the beginning and the end. He is the eternal one who inhabits all of time. He inhabits, it's, he's so beyond just a moment. So when the pressure of the moment's on, I can encourage you, take that to the Lord. Take that to prayer. If you're really feeling pressure, Take it to the Lord and say, Lord, where is this pressure coming from? Because the Lord moves through through wisdom. Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I believe it's Matthew somewhere between 11 and 15. I'm not sure the exact reference right now off the top of my head. I'd have to look that up. You guys should look it up. Read the word. You should know this scripture, guys. No. Anyway, the scripture, he says, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Follow me. Whenever he told the disciples to follow him, he says, I will give rest to your souls. So when the Lord's moving, there's a there's an easiness, there's a there's a lightness. James says the wisdom of heaven is first peaceable. So there's peace connected to when God speaks to us. It'll be full of power, absolutely, but it's going to be heavily characterized by a peace that is sustainable. Our God is a rock. Deuteronomy, whenever Moses is talking about the ways of God and he's explaining the law and what to do to the Israelites when they come out of Egypt. He talks about how our God is a rock. Our God is consistent. The Father is consistent. And us who were made in his image, us who have been born again into Christ, us who have come into his kingdom, into his family, there is a consistency that we can walk in. There's a consistency that was paid for on the cross. There's a peace. And that's what this Ephesians prayer is talking to us about. He's talking about that the eyes that we would see the consistency that's available, the grace that's available to us, the peace, the exceeding greatness of his power. Verse 19, to us who believe, in other words, we see it, we put our faith and we believe it, we trust it. 
according to the working of his mighty power, which he brought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality, power, might, dominion, and every name that is named, that's every authority in heaven and in earth, every position of authority. The Lord is above, not only in this world, but also in the one that is to come. Verse 22, and he has put all things under his feet and give him to be head over all things to the church. So Christ is the head of the church. If you've been born again, you're a part of his body. He's over you. He is your covering. He is the one who leads us into that wisdom, right? Which is his body, the church, the fullness of him. Verse 23, that fills all in all. We are to fill all in all. The peace of God that's in us is to fill every single thing that we're doing. It's to take over. It's to dominate the lie. It's to take over, not in the sense of just brute force, but through truth, it will obliterate every deception. When God shows up, every knee bows. When Jesus is there, he is Lord. Everything in creation knows it. The heavens and the earth. He seats and seated himself through what happened on the cross, excuse me, he did not seat himself. The Lord seated him in heavenly places like we just read. He has put him above all things that are named, every authority. So us who have been joined to him, which is what we're getting ready to read in chapter two, verse one, and you, he has quickened, right? That's us that have believed, that have put our faith in Jesus, that have been baptized, that have been filled with the spirit, that have been born again. That's us, the believer. You, He has quickened who was dead in your trespasses and sins, but verse four, jump in here, but God who is rich in mercy for his great love with he has loved us, even when we were dead in our sins, has quickened us together with Christ by grace or God's out, outstretched arm. We have been saved and he has raised us up. Again, this is how we have to view ourselves. He has raised us up together and made us to sit together. Again, like a marriage, a husband and a wife in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So again, that's kind of all I had to share today. I have not watched my time. So this one, you guys are just going to get what you're going to get with the timing of this podcast today. So we'll see how it goes. But I believe all of these things are things that we can meditate on. These are all truths. This is the truth that our identity is in Christ. We have been seated. We have been born again. We are in a different place than we were before. And that's not just an uh, an imaginative daydream. It is a spiritual reality from which that we are to live from, from that place that we live on the inside, from our spirit man, that born again, that new creation, that new identity, that place of peace and of steadfastness, that rock, that seed that's been planted, that new identity that I'm no longer a slave, but I am under love. I, I have given myself to the Lord. I follow the Lord. I am, I am pursuing after God. Just that simple heart shift opens the door for the Lord in his grace and his power to raise us up when we receive these things. And receiving these things takes humility because it takes humility to be raised to the top. It takes real humility to be in a place of power. Sometimes it's easy to say that, well, you know, humility or excuse me, power is something to be taken. It's something to be placed on the top. All authority stems from the Father. God puts, the Bible says he puts all in authority and he allows people that are in authority to stay in those seats of power. He knows who's ruling what. He has, He is working all of these pieces. The father who is the utmost authority of all authorities, he knows what's going on. And if I have a direct connection to the one who is seated above all, who is the one that inhabits eternity, 
What a place that I've been given in Christ. What a reality that I can live from every day and wake up from with absolute confidence that today is going to be a good day that his mercies are new, that great is his faithfulness. He is not the son of man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said it? Will he not do it? The Lord is faithful to us. I just want to encourage you today. He is faithful to you. So let's, let's take those lies and those things of the enemy that, that try to come against and let's resist fear. The Bible says resist fear. Resist the spirit of fear. The Bible says, take every thought captive to the knowledge of the truth. What is that intimate knowledge? I have been born again. I am a new creation. The ruler of all has made his home in my heart. And like Jesus said, my, my, my kingdom is not of this world. Where is the kingdom of heaven? It's in you. It's in your heart. It, he inhabits his people. The Bible says he inhabits the praises of his people. In Revelation, it says, I think it's 21, Revelation 21 says, behold, the temple of God is with man. He will wipe away their tears. God has chosen you to be his holy temple, his inhabiting, his place of dwelling. And he's made everything available through his grace, through the blood of his son. If you would only just believe, let him reveal himself to you today more and more. Let these words, don't just let the words that I'm saying just be words. If something lipped in your spirit, if something just hits you and you're like, wow, that that means something, take it to the Lord. Say, man, Lord, I was listening to this podcast. Sam said something and uh, I just want to talk to you about it and watch what he'll open up. The Lord is right there with you. If you've been born again, he's right there with you. If you have not been born again, I want you to know it's a very simple thing that can happen. If you want to know that you're born again, I'm just going to, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to pray a, a very short prayer here. And I want you to know that Even the prayer that you pray can be an intimate prayer. It doesn't have to be exactly the words that I share, but it's that you would call on the name of the Lord, believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Christ did what he did. He was resurrected and he has saved me. And I believe in what he's done. I'm putting my faith in what you've done, believing in your heart and confessing in your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Receiving, say, Lord, I receive what you did on the cross. Lord, I thank you for saving me. Lord, I thank you for going to the cross. I thank you for dying for my sins. And I receive what you did on the cross. And I believe that you were raised on the third day and you have been resurrected and seated with the Father and you have redeemed me. I receive that redemption. And Holy Spirit, I ask that you would come and land in my heart. Lord, I thank you for giving me a new heart. I receive that new heart. I receive that spiritual life to come into me right now. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, I welcome you into my heart. Come make your home in me. Father, come make your home in me. Jesus, come make your home in me. I thank you for saving me. I thank you for all that you're doing, all that you will do, and all that you have done for me. In Jesus' name, amen. Just pray a simple prayer just like that. And if you prayed that prayer, I encourage you to get in touch with us, with the ministry. There's a way to get in touch with that on the podcast. You can check it out. Um, Also, if you have a church, get baptized, water baptized. There's a lot that's in that. Get connected to a local body. If you're not in the region that we're at here in the southeast Missouri area, find yourself a, a church. Get connected. Ask them to be baptized. Say, I prayed the prayer. I would like to get baptized. Baptism is a declaration, yes, of your salvation, but it is also a point of contact for your faith to die to yourself and to be resurrected like Christ as a new creation 
in the waters of baptism. Jesus himself was baptized. You can read about it. It's in your Bible. So anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast today. Thank you for being a part of the conversation. Um, I appreciate every single one of you guys. These are super fun and it's such a blessing um, to get the opportunity to speak to you and to uh, to share the truth. Um, the Lord's faithful, you guys. He's so faithful. So Anyway, I think that's all I got. Thanks for joining me outside. I hope the sound and the mic on this worked out okay. If not, just bear with me here. I just thought it'd be fun to come out here. It's it's really very pretty. I've got these beautiful rose bushes that are, are blossoming. And isn't that a cool sign? That's a sign of love when someone gets you a rose, you know? Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I'll see you all next time. Check these out every Wednesday. A new podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Google, Apple, uh, Podbean. Um, what's the thing? Audible, I believe, as well. You can check out the Family Mission Podcast. Check them all out. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. And I uh, love you. May the Lord be with you. May he bless you. May he make his face to shine upon you. May he keep you. May he give you peace. In Jesus' name, amen. We'll see you guys. Bye.